Oh, so you were at, oh, yeah, the song that I was singing before. It was, yeah. It's um called Margaret, and it's on Lana Del Rey's album, Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard. Oh, my God, really? It literally sounds like a like a theme song. Like, at first, I thought you were singing the Full House theme song. What? It kind of, like, like. <laughs> the last and not the same thing. No, this song is like it's a cute little song. It actually okay. was written for Margaret Quayley. Oh my god! Because um, oh my god, why am I I'm blanking on Lana's producer name? Um, Jack pro- something. Jack, is it Antonoff? Jack Antonoff. Yeah. Jake? So she wrote it for him because she's friends with him because it's about when he met Margaret Quayley. Dude, that's so cute. It's called I Margaret. Want a, I want a song written for me. It's cute. It's I love really I love cute. the song. It's just catchy. It wasn't really one of my. Your faves. faves on the album but then somebody told me it was their fave Aww. um so, oh okay like it, i just it, like it. was like it was like one of their faves so now i'm like you're like it's why'd you fave. say that <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> why'd you say that was your fave mm-hmm. uh, why? what do you mean what do you mean like in a good thing oh good like, i was okay. like i'm like because you know me i love to like give into delusion so oh i see what you're saying get it yeah, okay yeah it took me just like a little mini second but i got there yeah i got there Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do a little quick, short, cute intro, maybe talk about a pet peeve. I do have one. What? It- <laughs> and it happened last night. What so happened? my pet peeve of the week is when people are like rude to bartenders. So Simon and I were at this place called Wally's. Um, it's like this yeah. like, wine place mm-hmm. and we were just getting like a little glass of wine and these two guys were behind us and the bartender's like, oh, what do you want? And, he, and they said, oh, two Negronis, please. And, and so he starts making them. Negronis, spacliato. Negronis, is that what it's called? I'm saying that right, right? Negroni. Negroni. Okay, good. Okay, right? Okay, yeah. I got confused for a second. And then another bartender comes up behind him and play, and the guy, okay, sorry. So they order the two Negronis. The bartender starts to like make it. Like he's like basically done with one of them. Another bartender comes from behind puts two on there and whispers to the bartender like oh they already ordered like those huh? guys just like forgot that they ordered from another bartender and like ordered two more and then they were like oh can you save it for later and the bartender's like don't worry don't worry but i was just like ew like you know you ordered from another bartender like did you know like they trust? were like like they were impatient yeah or or they just were so unaware or like i just don't understand how you don't know that you ordered like i don't know it was really bizarre i was like this is kind of weird so not like the biggest pet peeve but i'm just like yeah people that are rude to like service workers like i hate like if someone's like snapping at them or like talking to them disrespectfully like yeah yeah. because i mean i used to work that job and even if i didn't it doesn't matter but it's just yeah yeah. no but it's like it can be so disrespectful and weird yeah it was weird i was like okay you don't remember that you ordered a drink from the other bartender like were they like five minutes ago they were. I think they kind of realized that they had, like, messed up. Like, I think they kind of were like, oh, shoot. Like, okay, no, we'll, like, oh, okay. if you save it. But they also kind of just, like, walked away. And then, like, a poor guy was like, like, the, the bartender, you could tell, was, like, kind of like, what the fuck? Like, annoyed. Annoyed. But then he, the bartender was really, really nice. So he kind of, like, flipped it all around. But I just kind of, I don't know, just, I, it's not a huge pet peeve, but I'm like, the guy was like literally halfway done with the order, and then the other guy comes up and is like, "Nope, they already ordered it." I'm like, I don't know. I thought it was annoying. Yeah. Because how do you not remember that you just ordered a drink from another bartender? Maybe they were drunk. Yeah, no. maybe one was Are Australian, so possibly. Oh. I'm just kidding. I love Aussies. The Aussies don't come. For it was me. Australian, so that's why he forgot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He was too laid back. <laughs> too laid back. It's so funny. Any updates? Do you have a pet peeve? Uh, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, actually, yeah. uh, 
No, I guess it's not. Well, I don't know. One annoying thing. I mean, love LA. I love traffic, you know. Uh, when I was driving this morning to Santa Monica, I hate when I'm like, it's my right of way. Mm-hmm. But then someone cuts somebody, like, they, they try to go first. But it's like, dude, it's my right of way. Right. Like, so the light was, like, green. Yeah. And I could have gone straight or turned. But instead of going straight, um, I, like, turned right. And then I was trying to, like, turn or whatever. And then, like, the person that was, like, you know, they don't have a turn signal. They have to wait for traffic to go. Right. Was trying to, like, go in front of me. And I was, like, in the middle of turning. And they, like, were, like, they were, like, trying to, like, they went. Like, it's not there right away. Right. They have to wait till the traffic clears. Then they could go. Right. And then I literally had my window down. And I was, like, you know. (laughs) I was, like, it's my turn. But, you know, you could just fucking go. Go right ahead. Do it. And they were, like, looking at me. I was, like, go right ahead. It's okay. Do it. And then they, like, went. And I was, like, yeah, I'm crazy. It's okay. Because I saw, like, all the pedestrians, like, looking at me. I forget. People could, like, hear me. Right, right. But I don't know. Yeah, when you're driving, you kind of feel like it's you. Some people are just so fucking dumb. I'm sorry. No, well, especially drivers in L.A. I mean, I do have to say, no, no, it's drivers in L.A. But our roads, like, like, growing up in Illinois, not that we didn't have crazy drivers. Like, the Mm -hmm. traffic was crazy. People were idiots. But there was, like... Like, everyone knew how to drive on every road, basically. I feel like California, because you have so many people that just moved here yeah. or, like, just don't understand how, like, maybe rules of the road work. I don't know. It's really weird. L.A. has weird drivers. Oh, yeah. Though. I mean, <laughs> I of course, I like people from other, like, states and stuff. That oh, come, no, me but, too. Like, but, but, like, no, 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 what I'm saying is, like, one thing I do that I notice is, yeah. like, it's, like, whatever, it's funny. Like, I just, I'll see someone from, like minnesota or new york or like a license plate like texas and i'll be like all right texas like go right ahead shore texas like just like annoying like okay minnesota we get it like you don't know what you're doing like i always like shit talk like the like wherever they're from right no that's why you honestly like when i got my car i mean i had no choice obviously i was gonna get a california license but i was so happy i like didn't come here with a car and have to change it because yeah i think like i'll notice that too i'm like oh this person's not gonna know how to drive yeah i'm like great i know so i told somebody i was talking to i was like yeah like i can like what did I say? I was like, yeah, I'm probably a way better driver than you because you're like from Colorado. Oh, and then that's he, so funny. he's like, well, yeah, well, I know how to find a flyer uh, plane. <laughs> and you're like, okay, and I was I'm like, gonna all stop. right, I'm going to stop now. But I'm Mario Karting on the street. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, you're not that impressive. But he was just kidding. Oh, my God, I'm just, crying. You're like, I'm literally fast and furious. But I'm literally fast and furious. Mario. My mom tells me it feels like Mario Kart more driving. I'm like, you got to oh, watch out for the bananas God. on the road. You might know there might be a shell, you know. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. I know I yeah driving I feel like when you have to commute to work driving becomes like less of a fun thing like during COVID when I wasn't when I was working from home yeah I used to love like driving around to like the beach like driving was like my safe space my happy place like I loved it and now I feel like when you have to commute to work it just becomes like a task that you have Mm -hmm. to do and it kind of takes like the fun vibes away but uh, unless you have a great playlist but some but I have more road rage now having to commute than I did just like true driving that's true which is yeah kind of good places is what like um oh, yeah. I was just telling you about yeah because I was like oh yeah I'm like driving to I mean as if I wouldn't already listen to that every fucking day of my life but <laughs> driving to like Santa Monica this morning and then going down like PCH a little bit to come mm-hmm. here like I was like listening to Lana's album Norman fucking Rockwell oh, and it's just such a vibe for that and I was just like damn like life you know it's good Kind of. Um, but it made me really want to move to Santa Monica. Dude, yeah, Santa Monica. Okay, I will say I love Santa Monica so much. The only thing is sometimes the sunshine, like, it does not show up. That's like, true. Sometimes, but mine well, the gloomy. But that, but that area, the area you were talking about is, like, actually, like, I, that's it, where it, I it doesn't live. get affected. Yeah. It doesn't get affected. It yeah. No, but, I like, mean, I'm used to June, clo- June gloom. Like, I grew up in, like, 
Oxnard Ventura. With the, with the, yeah, you're being like right by the water. Yeah, mm-hmm. the summers no, were like not sunny. Well. It's a gorgeous day. Today. I'd like to live by the beach sometime again because I yeah. used to live there and I miss it. Yeah, not there, but you know, but like by the water. by the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, well today. Um, we kind of like decided we want to talk about a really juicy conversation. Juicy. <laughs> juicy. We juicy. just, I guess, I don't even want to introduce like, I mean, like women and power, like how to take our power back. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess what makes women feel powerless, like the power dynamic between a man and a woman and like relationships, yeah. just everything that comes with power and confidence. Right. Yeah. And like leadership. Yeah. So we're going to get into it. It's I'm, a great I'm like, topic. I feel like I might get, yeah, rolled up. I'm not sure. I know. I mean, we'll see. I know the outline. I kind of was like, shit. No, Nicole's like, yeah, like I like put something together and I was like, cause we talked about this last week. Yeah. I, if you guys listened to our episode last week or the week before, sorry, mm-hmm. we mentioned the, which we'll bring up later in this episode, yeah. fair play. Yes. And like Absolutely, the dynamic yeah. and like, that's just kind of sparked. Like we need to talk about this, like yeah. whatever. So yeah, I think let's get into it. Woo. Okay, so women having our power. I feel like basically we're, this could be in a relationship, in work, mm-hmm. anything. So why do women feel powerless? Well, I'm not like, I guess not to say that we feel powerless, but mm-hmm. like why would we maybe struggle with like stepping into a more powerful persona of ourselves Mm -hmm. or feel like maybe we don't have the power in relationships i just feel because of like societal norms we've been like always taught that men have the power and the control like even in a relationship for example i feel like women a lot of the time you hear them talking and it's kind of almost waiting for the men to make the man to make the decision of like will they be together yeah and it's just crazy like it's just I feel like it's still like that and it's always okay well like just like play it chill until he says that you're his girlfriend you know? 100%. And it's like, God, like, okay, there's that. And then it's like, I mean, I feel like men in general, like the way like society treats them, it's mm-hmm. like easier for them to step up and speak up sometimes. Right. And get what they want. And like the workplace. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. Because I just think it's just like society and like how we taught. It's like how we're raised. It's like our gender norms. Yeah. In our society and, like, specifically, like, how we live, you know? Well, if you look at the 50s, women went to, quote-unquote, I mean, they went to college, but they went to college to find a husband. Or their college was, like, cooking classes and sewing and, like, domestic housework. And I feel like it was just known that the men had the office job and the women had the at-home house Mm -hmm. taking care of kids job. And I feel like it's gotten a lot better, obviously, since that point. But yeah, I feel like nowadays, like, especially what you were saying, like, if if a woman speaks up at work or she's really tough in, like, a good positive way, like, she's a bitch. Okay, yes. Because, like, I was going to say, like, I think it depends. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's, like, some stronger, powerful women that I could think of that we've worked around that are, like, very go-getters that I haven't Mm -hmm. really heard them anybody say that about them yeah but i feel like they're kind of looked at more closely than like a man would be looked at closely right um and yeah i guess like in general in life like every time a woman like really wants something and Mm -hmm. is very stern on it or is very like go get her like no i'm gonna fight for what i want Mm -hmm. it's like oh she's like she's kind of bitchy like she's like a hard ass and stuff like that and like with a man it's like oh yeah like like that's a normal thing for them to do. it doesn't really like feel like maybe they would be like oh yeah he's like 
but it's almost more like they praise him for it and it's almost like men I don't want to make it sound like oh fuck man but like it's almost like they look at it like as like intimidating by the woman and it's uncomfortable for them to see like someone that's like strong and they're kind of almost like don't like it right no 100% and I think unless they do yeah yeah. but I think if if a guy is like super you know intense and you know is aggressive and goes out and gets what he wants he's just good at his job he's a he's a entrepreneur he's like smart they're really yeah like but if a woman's like trying to get after it and you know maybe isn't like warm and fuzzy and you know the all the norms that we're supposed to be we're supposed to be polite we're supposed to be kind we're supposed to have our makeup done our hair down we're supposed to look nice we're supposed to speak eloquently we you know like women I just think have a lot more of those pressures as well that men I mean men have to speak well as too but there was this whole like especially in like corporate America or specific companies you know it's it's the men's locker room it's like, you know, like they have their way that they talk and women then kind of have to, if they want to be impressive, like kind of like Fair Play, the movie. Yeah. She almost oh, yeah. kind of has to like in that strip club scene, she's like, oh yeah, no, I'll go to the strip club. And she's like, you know, doing like, she's kind of trying to be like one of the guys, one of the guys. And, you know, I think there should be a way that we can still feel that feminine energy and power, but also like not have to do things that the men do just because just like to I guess quote unquote be liked or Mm -hmm. like not get ahead but show that we're like cool like we have to act like that to be deemed as like oh okay she's cool she can hang like she's gonna be part of our yeah our corporate crew whatever it is yeah because I think when I think of some of the ways some powerful men act Mm -hmm. if a woman did it it would just be so much more scrutinized yeah oh for sure you know? Yeah. And it's like she has to do it in like, I think she, like a, a more calculated way. Yeah. And you're right about like, if she's not like, doesn't have that like soft side to her and mm-hmm. she's just a hard ass, mm-hmm. like, oh, people are going to be like, she's frigid. Mm-hmm. She's cold. Like, ugh, like we don't like her yeah. kind of vibes. Like she's not the vibe. But if a man's like that, it's just like, she's like well, he's okay, a, whatever. he's a, he's like a tough guy. Like yeah. he's like, yeah. Oh yeah. He's tough, but he's like, like, you know? Yeah. It's like, wait, wait, we have to, that, that's the part I feel like work wise that, it's yeah. it's super difficult because especially you know trying to come up in a male dominated industry mm-hmm. like we are I would say it's pretty male. I guess you could yeah like maybe it's uh, gotten better. Maybe I, I think, think it's, it's like a little better. more split, but sometimes it feels like it could be a little more skewed. Depends. Yeah. Right. But what do you, okay? So what? But what do you think going back to like relationships though? Yeah. I, feel I don't know like, if we can unpack this because I was gonna say like I don't like why is it always like I mean women's women are women are allowed to call the shots but mm-hmm. why is it always like there's so much like rhetoric i guess you would yeah. say that comes along if that's the right word yeah. um that with like how women should be mm-hmm. um in a relationship and when you're dating and like how it, like you should act like i see so much on like tiktok and stuff of like this is how you act and this and that and like right. i just feel like it's like such a like power imbalance because it's giving the man the power to make all the decisions which i don't really agree with all the time well I, okay so i sent you that podcast it was the Kristen cavallari podcast mm-hmm. and she was talking to nick vile vale however the hell you say it he has his own podcast but he yeah was i know who you're talking about mm-hmm. and he was kind of like well he got portrayed as a villain anyway he's he, he's engaged now his girlfriend's pregnant he, he i actually do enjoy his podcast i think he has a good male perspective and he's actually very team female like he, mm-hmm. he he's like very wants to empower women he like is very vocal about being like guys yeah. you have to like do things this way 
But Kristen was starting to say, um, she, oh, she said something, she phrased something like, how does the girl, um, like, get out of the situation? Or how does the girl get the guy to get out of the situation? And he was like, no, no, no. First of all, the girl has just as much, like, power to be like, this is what I want. But I think what women maybe the the main thing is they don't want to risk losing the guy. Yes. Yes. 100% because I dealt with this for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm still obviously growing and learning and overcoming issues that I've dealt with and like have like had done to me. Yeah. Um, But it's true. Like, um, I mean – if 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 it's meant for me and I say it, it's not gonna fuck it up, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you're dating somebody mm-hmm. and you things you think things are like progressing, mm-hmm. and if you bring up like so like yeah yeah like you know you kind of mentioned um, that you saw us going somewhere, like what do you think? Like mm-hmm. you know like which I feel like now that I think about it, you shouldn't really have to have that conversation because it, if it's meant to be, it'll kind of just go in. It'll just kind of start dating. You won't have to ask. You won't have we. to. Yeah, you should ask. That it's a little bit of a red flag if you kind of feel like you need to bring it up. Like the yeah. relationship is stagnant, especially right. if you're dating for like three or four months. Right. And uh, hooking up and stuff. And yeah. like he doesn't want to bring it up. Like, y- you know, a lot of the times I'd be afraid to bring it up because of how they would react. Right. You don't want to scare. It's like you don't don't want to know the the truth, but I think you know the truth if he hasn't. 100%. And if he's like, for example, you're dating and it's been three months and you're still confused. Mm -hmm. I think the confusion is the answer. 100%. You're confused for a reason. 100%. Like (laughs) it should feel like it shouldn't feel feel like you're just like, well, what's going to happen? I don't know. Yeah. And like, obviously, if there's certain circumstances that make your relationship harder, it makes sense. Yes. But like if you're like living by each other you get to hang out all the time you're talking and like doing this and that and he's like kind of keeping his distance yeah and it's like that weird power thing where you're like waiting for him to text you and plan dates mm-hmm. and like i remember like with with uh you know nfr norn fucking rockwell yeah i, I like, would wait a i would try i know throwing it back i would try to like and it was weird at first because like i don't want to unpack that whole shit again but like yeah. it's just like we it felt like things were going somewhere he brought it up mm-hmm. but then i tried to do the thing where like and mind you i was also learning so i was maybe trying to yeah. acting weird but i was like trying to be like oh like naturally be like let's hang out and like what are we doing this weekend and this and that and he yeah. started being weird with plans right and was flaky on the plans and like kind of felt like he was holding back and and i just like i feel like that was the warning sign in the beginning well because here's the thing i forgot I, maybe this was on the same podcast um the Kristen one but someone was saying like oh it was it was basically like dating doesn't mean or like hanging out or wanting to make plans with someone does not mean like marriage or long term that's what i used to always say any commitments like you want you saying like hey what are we doing this weekend literally in his mind he's like oh she wants to marry me it's like whoa 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 whoa. let's just like let's stop like let's chill like you wanting to make plans on a weekend with a guy you think is cute and you want to hang out and you guys have hung out that's like it's because he wanted to keep it casual because he didn't want to like get on a deeper level with me because unfortunately he just did not like me as much as he I thought maybe I'm wrong but I think he liked you but he was scared of he has like he just a lot told me that he dealt with his like avoidance and stuff but like yeah I think a lot of it too was like what he was willing to do yeah he has his own whole shit to unpack but it's just like but you know what's funny or I guess an interesting question like why do women fear the loss of the guy and the guy does not give a shit if he doesn't like because here's the thing. I feel like we can 
Maybe it's because we're Delulu. I don't know. But we can convince ourselves that we like someone easier than a guy can convince yeah. themselves they like the girl. I feel like that's where, like, you have to have that balance. Like, I feel like yeah. you can't go into a relationship and you like him way more than he likes you. But also, ladies, like, look at the warning signs. Like, do Ugh. not follow your intuition if something feels off and, like, he, you're trying to make plans and he's backing out. Then say, like, fuck that. I'm going to go on the dating apps or I'm going to go out and I'm going to live my Definitely best life and not, and not worry about it yet. Dating apps well, don't go on. Too. No, but, like, wait, like, so, like... <laughs> I'm a recovering situationship uh, stick arounder. Oh um, I just always like to see the the hope and the faith. And yeah. now that I'm like realizing more and more, and then I like meet people that um, feel a little easier mm-hmm. um, and more open to being together. Yeah, we'll see. But like, yeah. I just with the situationships, like with good old Dementor and like yeah. Nor- Norman, like it's just I I feel like you think you don't want to lose them, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I got to keep hanging out with them. Like, oh my God, I don't want to say the wrong thing like to you. I'm like, Nicole, like, I don't know if I fucked up. But like, yeah. what if he leaves and this and that? And it's like, at the end of the day, you're sticking around with someone that's just like making you, whether you like it, like realize it or not, he's they're diminishing your confidence. They are. Like, you think you're strong enough to stick around, but situationships fucking destroy people. Like, well, and honestly, it's I- not good for your mental health. It's, it's You're getting you're getting little subtle rejections every day. Does that make sense? Yeah. But sometimes I feel like the guys, like some don't even realize that they're, that they're doing it. They just either have their own past and, you know, emotional baggage that they're dealing with. Or some guys really are even women. Like we'll, we'll go back and forth. Like women can be emotionally terror, terrorizing as well. But I feel like the guy, like, especially in a situation ship, because maybe there's, a lack of respect or something or there's a lack there of there is like, a lack of know? respect it's selfishness it's because selfishness. what about i don't we never even gave him a name like the bartender or whatever guy that okay. i met at your party oh my god um, um don't say his name breath. no breath pbj no no i don't know whatever no, that's cute. PBJ's anyways cute. oh my god i'm getting thrown off i like he was cute but like for some reason i just like i didn't like him yeah. and like honestly i feel like those guys that i was with liked me more than i liked this guy yeah but, like i just like could not see myself just hanging out with him just to fill my company and time yeah like honestly like, i think it's at a point with myself where yeah. i just like want to be just very selective of who i like spend my time with because i only have so little time of free time right because I'm so busy. Yeah. But like, it's just like, I, I don't really, I'm not feeling that. And yeah. like, I could have like, and I also truly mm-hmm. like, I was like, well, he's cute. He's like in a band. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. He's kind of my vibe. But like, right. I could have just fucked around and like, just kind of hung out whenever I wanted to and had f- food bought for me and like went on dates for whatever. Yeah. But you were like, but, like honestly, that. that's exhausting to me. And yeah. I also didn't want to hurt him. Yeah. I think that's, I think how like, you guys ended up. I did not want to hurt him. Yeah. And I think some people are just so like. They don't care about what other people Concerned about feel. them. Yeah, they don't care how And I think it also has to do a lot with where they are on their healing area. Because like, I think 100%, I've just yeah, been through so true. much that I've like kind of healed. Not that I have like still some parts that I need to fix. Yeah. Um, But like, I just think those guys have not really looked inward. Yeah. So they don't even like try to like cut things off. Or, or they've never that. been told like you're this is wrong they manipulate because like, they they're manipulate. cute they're like handsome yeah. guys and i feel like girls sorry like i just feel like guys always have more power than girls in that because we give it to them and right i don't think it should well, be like that, that that's a, that's we give it to them we give it to them so we have to take point. our power back so we how, can't do that so how? how do we do that girl oh God, tell me how to do it tell me how to do it no it's okay i'm actually trying to figure that out and i think i've been doing a decent job yeah 
I think <laughs> like laugh. <laughs> I'm literally like, we're both like, so I feel like a lot of it is confidence and being very secure with who you are, where you're at, uh, making sure that like you feel good about yourself first, because if you get into a relationship and you're getting into it and you feel shitty about yourself, you're going to let the other person's going to eat you alive. They are. They're, They're going to see that. And especially alive. those people kind of go for that. Like 100% not for the no shade person. on them. Like yeah. I still hope the best for them. They are nice in their ways, but like yeah. those kind of like certain guys could sense they smell it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't actually like it. I think, I think that's why it doesn't work too is right. when you start to act weaker. They're like, eh. right. You know, cause yeah. like the, the constant, um, little rejections and all the things that they're doing where they keep disappointing you is mm-hmm. actually lowering your confidence when you don't realize it. 100%. Um, that's a good point when someone's not reliable or you can't rely on somebody. It starts to hurt you it, and it you starts, start to you look start internal. To, like you think, yeah. is it me? Remember is I would always me? ask you like, did I just think maybe, maybe it's because I look this way yeah, and you're like, like girl, what? Like, and I'm, I'm like, like well, girl, maybe I acted girl. like this. I shouldn't have said this to him. I was too this and that. And no. like, I just think like whether it comes to relationships yeah. or your career, mm-hmm. it's so important to know like not to take things personal right unless you actually did something that warrants like you to like kind of get a response that's negative like just like you need to have faith in yourself like you need to feel good without anybody right and without that good job because honestly there's you know you could someone can give you validation and that's always nice especially in a relationship it's obviously never going to be the way though you have to do internal external will never be the like long-term fix like it always has to come from yourself because obviously again like in a relationship it's nice to be like okay love you love you like you're doing great blah, blah blah but if you're not fueled by your own motivation and goals and just wanting to be better and you're relying on someone else to tell you to do all of those things or to like give you a gold star at the end of the day. Like it's just not, you have to do things for yourself because being alone, I think is also a really great way to feel powerful. Like being able to be alone. It's so important. Yeah. And like being with your own mind, being able to like sit and like in silence and not have anything to do. Like I think being okay with that. Cause a lot of people do not like being alone. No. They don't. And I think it has to start there. A lot, a large part. It's scary part of it to, to learn. There. Yeah. I, it was scary for me at first. Yeah. And like, see, I still have moments where I'm like, oh. Right. I wish so, this person was here right now watching movies with but me that, and like doing this and that. And that's different. That's, that's different. different. That's different. But it's only, I only feel those lonely things now because I like have someone that I like. Yeah. Right. But right, when right. I don't have somebody now, I'm actually like chilling. But it's not because you're that, And I finally got to that point where I'm like, yeah. Eh. But it's not because you're insecure. It's just because no. you want to be with someone that like you want you yeah you have a you you like someone yeah exactly but like i think i'm kind of i think and i'm i don't think everybody's anybody's ever a perfect level of it but i think i've like grown my confidence up higher and Mm -hmm. myself my self-worth yeah i just value not that i didn't the last guy i dated like i know that he he has his ways and like he did fuck with my self-worth a little bit um and i kind of let him do it to me yeah but i knew i was wrong the whole time but whether it's before before him (laughs) the other guy you know little you know yeah like he i didn't really see it like right. the, i i was like looking at myself as lower right I, whether i liked it or not like because i was letting him do all these things and i was looking at him as like a higher pedestal than me right with uh normie yeah, no, uh, but like that. when it went to the next one like i kind of felt higher up when mm-hmm. i started out with them and it's not all their fault it's mine too like i knew that he was doing all these wrong things but i was just letting him stick around because i liked his company well, the only fault of of somebody is is the staying in something that they know that's exactly but staying you're not in it. doing you weren't doing anything wrong in the relationship but where no it, it hurts you though but the power comes from you being able to say 
piece the fuck which i out. did I don't finally anymore yeah which was good which is a good which feeling it too. felt like shit still yeah i just was like but, it's a good feeling you're like that no it, no it felt like shit still like and yeah. i like like kind of like was like okay let it go got over it but like i just felt like i like because i remember i told you i was like mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like my like self-worth going down a little bit because i knew yeah. i was if you know you're in something wrong you're diminishing your own self-worth and like right. if you're like well i just want to let them stick around like you're hurting yourself you are and there's so much you better are. out there every time i can't i think i'm not gonna like oh i'm not gonna meet someone else like there's always there's, someone there's better mm-hmm. and like i guess i'll see where i end up going in my life but it's just like yeah i just think that there's like you just should never be like it's a scarcity mindset thing too right 100 percent. yeah i think ranting you know no, 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 <laughs> i love it because i think yeah we we fear that we're never going to find anybody or there's not going to be anyone out there that like matches the like criteria we have not necessarily no, they have to meet you up it, but they have to meet you up and i think also you have to be open the whole thing about like dating and being with someone is being open being vulnerable and you might get hurt or you might start liking someone and they might say, Hey, I'm really sorry, but I found someone else. Actually, like you just never know, but you, it's never about you unless you are doing something. Yeah. But most of the time, if you feel like you're doing all the right things and the other person's just not reciprocating, it doesn't mean that it's like a personal attack on, on you. It just means that like, that's not your person. That's not who you're meant to be with exactly and have the confidence to know that you're a catch and yeah. there's going to be someone that's going to meet you at your level yeah. and you should never look at somebody as above you right and unattainable that's a really good, like that's a really you're good point. The, you're yeah. a catch like, everybody is a catch in yeah. their own way right everybody's special in their own way has their own thing right everyone has a person that's like meant for them that could work whether well, it's, funny, it's multiple people but wait okay i want to like create a theory right now called the the pedestal theory i really do think like if it, even for guys like if the guy puts you know, their, their girlfriend on a pedestal, they could do no wrong. They're a princess. They're this. delusion. It's a delusion. And honestly, they're not. not. And then it creates this like weird thing for the person who's on the pedestal. Cause it's like, wait a second, like take me off there. Like, I don't want to be held to that standard. No, you shouldn't. Nobody should be on the pedestal. Nobody. Cause we're all human. Well, because also like it, let's say the person on the pedestal does one little thing wrong. It's like, Oh my god! But then you let the it worst. go. But then you let it go. Yeah. No, I feel like whenever the guys that I put on a pedestal do something, I'm like, oh, and I just like, kind of like brush it away. It, yeah, but you put them back up there. You're like, but no, no, he's no the but they're good. Man. Yeah. No, uh, no, and then also just to move on, kind of we're like talking a lot about confidence, but have the confidence and not a scarcity mindset, which has been hard for me, and I'm in this point. It was like that. There's you're gonna get promoted at some point you're yeah. no i'm in like oh. <laughs> i'm gonna get through it. yeah thank you <laughs> i know, I know i'm tired of i am tired of dating a little bit um but i mean like with work because yeah. we were talking about career too right um have the confidence to know that you're just as good of a choice mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out that maybe that job wasn't meant for you mm-hmm. it's not always personal maybe there was someone that had a different skill set than you had yeah don't let rejection in the career space get your confidence down. No, because here's there's so many different, like you said, there's so many different things behind the scenes that you just don't know. Like someone yeah. knows someone, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. And then I think talking about like promotions or being at a job and you feel like stagnant, ask for what you want. Like yeah. you can't, you're not going to grow or get anywhere without saying, Hey, I want to raise. And all the worst they could say, they're not going to fire you. They're just going to no. be like, we can't afford that right now and be like, well, what can you do? Because I've worked here. I've proven myself. Mm-hmm. Like no one's going to hand anything to you. No one's going to hand a promotion to you. No one's going to hand a step up to you. If you know what you want and you can create it where the, where you're at, at the company you're at. Yeah. Fucking ask. 
And again, the wor- the worst answer is no. No exactly. one's going to get like I feel like that's so I feel like comparing relationships to work the work fear is getting fired and then like the relationship fear is like getting broken up with. Yeah. But honestly, like there, no one's going to fire you. And then relationship, someone might like, if you share, if you say, this is what I want, the person says, well, I can't give that to you. Maybe that's the, you know, but that's the worst of it. It's not that bad. I know. And I feel like what I was thinking is one way to feel powerful and have confidence in that is to act like you already have what you want. Yeah. Does that make sense? hundred percent. Like act like it's already yours. Right start joining like if you're in a meeting kind of environment start trying to join meetings and like insert yourself and like act like you're already getting what you want yeah and just make yourself believe that you're getting that because i think that a lot of like fighting especially in a woman's perspective like fighting for what you want takes a little more work because from what i've seen around me yeah um and you have to really like like just from all the like beautiful, lovely women that are in our lives, like mm-hmm. talking to all of them and hearing their like concerns and how they feel, we all kind of feel the same. Oh, it's the same feeling. We yeah. all feel the same, and it's yeah. different from when I speak to a man. A hundred percent, because we have the we have that feeling of like needing to prove ourselves, yes, and needing to stay. I'm a corporate girly. I'm a business Imposter girly. Imposter syndrome, com- syndrome comes from more. I feel like when I talk to women than men. Hundred percent, especially in the space. Not just all, like. I mean, our space, like you said, I do think we're very even, but just that corporate business analytical space, it's almost kind of like, okay, well, women can, you know, do these jobs, but when it comes to these jobs, like the other jobs, we have to prove ourselves or we have to show that like we're meant to be there or our our ideas are just as valid as Mm -hmm. the male ideas that are happening. 100 fucking percent. And I guess you also like mentioned, um, what was it like financial security? Yeah. I think for women, it's important to kind of always be aware that like we don't you sh- you can't you shouldn't rely on anybody. This is like more relationship wise, right? Yeah. And I guess this can kind of like tie in with independence mm-hmm. for sure. So like Being independent, financial secure, financially. Because yeah. I've seen people stick in things, and mm-hmm. it like like I said, it all circles back to power, like mm-hmm. diminishing your power because like it's like oh well like financial security specifically Mm -hmm. like oh like well like i don't know like they pay for this and that and like i'm not even thinking anybody specific i'm just thinking people that i heard but like it's just like being afraid to like go out on your own and like get your own apartment or do this Mm -hmm. and that and like worried you can't do it and like i kind of felt like that too yeah because like my ex like years ago i was living with him at his place and i just felt like um I was scared of being financially secure and moving to LA was big for me. Right. And I was like, am I going to be able to afford rent? And I was like trying to so hard to keep a low budget on things. And like, I didn't think I could make it. And then now I live at a place that's like way over the budget that I started with. Not that I'm making that much more, but But you'll figure it it out. It's going to suck sometimes. Like there's things I wish I could get that I can't have yet. Yeah. But I'm happy to have my own place and my own independence and that I'm not relying on anybody. No. It's kind of a pressure. Yeah. Like, but it's I do get like, oh shit, like, you know, yeah. I wish I could have some help sometimes, like to have somebody back me up. Yeah. Which I know at the end of the day, maybe I could have like family or something if needed, yeah. but it is freeing to be like, this is my own place. It's yeah. just, it is a lot of pressure to be that independent, strong person, mm-hmm. but it feels good to be there. Yeah. Right. Well, and it's so funny because I was talking. I think one of my friends, this was like when she first moved to LA, she went on this date with this guy and he took her to like a hockey game and then uh-huh. they did like ice skating and stuff. 
and she, I think they maybe went back to his place or something. And he, you know, he paid for everything. He brought her along and she's like, okay, this is like really nice. Like, thank you. Like, you know, not, not thinking that he, you know, when a guy says like, let me take you out on a nice date. Yeah. Guys, just take us out on a nice date and not like make us feel bad about it. But she literally went back to his place. They were hanging out for a little bit. And then he basically like was expecting things if you catch my drift. Yeah, I feel like I've experienced, I feel like that kind of happened to me. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you, you're trying to like court me and you want to date me, but just because you took me to a hockey game, like, like, oh, now he like gets this. Like, I'd rather have just split everything. So then I don't have that expectation. But I feel like we women should feel like confident in being courted and like going on nice dates and not saying it has to always be the guy paying but i think it's a nice it's kind of nice because it shows that you know it's we're more than just like a booty call and we're more than just a vagine you know what i mean 100 and i feel like i don't know i look at all the women around me and like i'm just like i think women are just so beautiful and like we put a lot of work into our lives and like and our like selves and stuff and i just think that like it's an honor to take a woman on a date i don't know it really is we've kind of lost that a little bit and not that men yeah. don't have their own greatness about them, but it's just like, I don't know. Women are, we are no, a little I, softer and like, you're yeah. like, I think we deserve it a little bit to be, I, I mean, maybe I'm problematic, but no, but I think yeah. <laughs> I do agree with you. Men are great without men. We wouldn't have a lot of things. We wouldn't have babies you know, they do their part, but I feel like it is, that is a good point. Like women now we're so like timid in that way of like, feeling like we deserve nice things because now we're in the, we're in 2023 and you know, some women do think, you know, to be feminist, like everything has to be equal. And I don't mind it not being sometimes, but but yeah, like (laughs) I don't mind, I don't mind being like wined and dined. Like, but again, without the expectation that I'm going to need to give my body. So if you're going to give that to me, don't expect it. Well, right. Well, here's the funny thing. You're asking me to not, this is hypothetical, but the guys asking the woman to like, so the the guy gives food, right? We we have some food, we have some drinks, whatever. And then the guy wants my body. Like that's not an equal fucking trade. No, it's, it's not, not an equal trade. So guys think it's that dumb. money means sex, and it's like no, no, no. My body is like my fucking temple. You think just because you give it me is, a nice girl? Well, no, but it's <laughs> like, like don't let anybody like ruin. <laughs> no, but it's like you think that giving me like a a fillet like no. and some fries doesn't and impress some me. Meal? It doesn't. It truly no, doesn't. It's nice, but when there's not that expectation of like, all right, well, like we have to go home and you got to do Ew. your part. Like, okay, steak versus my body no it's different it's i'd rather just different. be at home and eat pizza I'd ra- exactly myself. i'd rather yeah i'd rather not another thing that i saw that you mentioned mm-hmm. was work goals and like personal goals mm-hmm. because i think a lot of like this might be like repeating over stuff but like a lot of like what i experienced personally with that with like let's say norman mm-hmm. right over like our time that we dated whatever we i guess dated yeah. uh, um a lot of issues was that I was so like I guess unfocused on that yeah personally and work goals and stuff and like I had that but like I think I was looking at more like I was really heavily relationship mindset yeah not that it doesn't I I care now I would love to have a relationship you know yeah but that's not my main main goal now right but I feel like that's kind of something I was going for more towards and I was making myself less less busy right like I was bored I tend to get bored very easily yeah and I just like realized that was probably a problem I had where I put too much pressure on him because I was bored right mind you part of the relationship was during the pandemic so we were doing nothing yeah but also he was that kind of guy that would be like 
all right, let's make a plan. And then that whole Ugh. day would like be like, let's do this. Just kidding. Let's do this. So in your Which, head, you're like, I have yes. to be available. You literally in your head were like, I, I literally, if I'm going to have, if I'm going to hang out with this dude, I literally have to clear my whole fucking schedule. It's fucking true. He's going to cancel 50 million times, you know? I hate that so much. But if you like having even like our podcast, like it's so nice to like. Yes, have, that's what I was going to say. The, have this. We get to talk to each other. We get to put something out in the world that we're proud of Mm -hmm. and having like even just like work goals like both of us like I feel like we're coming together with exactly how we we want to do do. and I think having those kind of long term well even like short term goals or whatever having something yeah is besides like you know just getting in a relationship like it's Mm -mm. super important because relationship is a added bonus to your life that's what i was gonna say it's like a little extra thing it's an extra and like, you nice know. beautiful thing love having love and being in love but it honestly shouldn't be for both sides i think each partner Should needs be busy. to have something needs to be busy and then we you come together and you have like just like really great like loving moments which I think is nice because otherwise you don't want to like, you don't become and it can't be unbalanced where like yeah. one person's so like, Oh my God, like I'm with my partner 24 seven. Yeah. I don't have much going else on except for them. Right. And the other partner is like, I have all this to do. Like, dude, you're kind of needy. <laughs> yeah. Well, which I know exactly. you like, exactly. It turns I don't mean to be mean like needy. Like could sometimes be okay. <laughs> like it's depending like nice. on what you need. Yeah. Yeah. But like maybe you need like reassurance or something and like, yeah. that's okay with neediness. But if you're there like only be, expecting yeah. them to give your attention to you, like, yeah, just like I don't know, pick. I hate the word a hobby, but like just pick up like a hobby. Like, yeah. what's something you're passionate about? What have you always wanted to do? I've always wanted to learn to play. For me personally, like the piano, like keyboard, yeah. like which obviously is like a financial thing. I'd like to like buy it. I want to yeah. do that. I have a lot of goals that I want to do that are like extra little fun things on the side. Like, yeah. would it be interesting to get a DJ deck and learn how to do it? Yeah, I would love to do that. Really There's like so that. We and Nicole like want to have our own personal like project things together that we have a lot of things that we want to do and work on. Yeah, that's on my mind. I just feel so busy that I love it, and I finally feel like I'm not just like, oh my god. Which like, I do think about mm-hmm. a certain person and like what's going on like with that, but that's mm-hmm. not like my main focus. But yeah. it still matters to me. Hundred percent. But it's not my main life. But now. it's balanced. like you know, it's, it's balanced. balanced. Your process, and I think yeah. I would just not that those guys like specifically norman wasn't doing wrong and before he did do shitty shit yeah but in my like on my side like i think it was just putting too much eggs in one basket and like only relying on him for my entertainment right but also yeah like going back to that when you when you have someone like him who you know was doing the canceling of plans telling you he was going to hang out with you that's just but you broke that pattern of being like you know what i don't i don't trust you i don't i'm not going to rely on you to hang out if you ask me to hang out I'm also going to make another plan because I know you're going to fucking cancel. And then you end up just being like, it's not. And now I'm not really like, now I get kind of tr- triggered by that a little yeah. bit when, when people do that to me. Um, okay. Well, let's, but sometimes it's let's not see. controllable. Well, let's talk more about, I guess, relationships and like, can a relationship work when the woman is more in power? <laughs> like in what sense? But wait, uh, like in, like in more powerful and like, her life and work kind of like fair play boss like basically fair play where if the woman's the more successful one like does the man feel emasculated Mm. does he feel like he can't you know provide for his family so that's like you know not a good thing mentally for him like does a man have to be in the power seat to feel like he's like 
contributing to a relationship or the family? Or can the woman be like, I'm going to take over. Like, I got this. Like, I have a multi-million dollar company. Do what you want. I love you, babe. Like, you, like, you I think that he can be powerful in his own sense of being like, if he's a powerful stay-at-home dad and like right. he's a powerful, strong man that knows how to be in touch with his emotions and that has his own passions. I think you still need to have your own passions. Right. But if That's someone's, true. I think it's okay for, why can't the woman be the CEO and the man's not? Like, right. why does the man have to be the CEO? Well, it kind of takes me back to Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. I mean, it, so Meryl Streep's character is based on Anna Wintour. And Meryl Streep, you know, she's she has a husband in the movie, but I I think this scene is so fucking hilarious. So Anne Hathaway goes into the house. Yeah, she's not supposed to go upstairs. She goes up fucking uh, up the stairs. Oh, yeah. That's a whole separate episode we should talk about. But um, she sees Meryl Streep and the husband fighting, and he says the only line we really hear him say is, "And there he was waiting for her again." Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding, dude? Like, no one would comment on that if that if the woman was waiting for the man. No one would be like, oh, there she is waiting for him again. Like, yeah. no, you're just embarrassed because you're the guy at dinner while your wife is fucking killing it at work and you feel sorry for yourself that you're, like, sitting at a restaurant by yourself. Order some fries. Order a glass of wine. Enjoy your, t- like, alone time. Like, I do think there's a balance. She probably was working way too much. Yeah, that's like... But she's bringing home the fucking bread. Honestly... Like, let her, let her work. You'll, you, I'm sure you guys go on a vacation once a year. Like, I just feel like a woman would never be able to complain to the guy about working too much. But the guy can, can complain to the woman about working too much. I feel the same way. And I think yeah. it's just like society. But, like, I think that, like, when you think about power in general, like, not mm-hmm. career. Yeah. I think the relationship power dynamic needs to be even. Yeah. In life. Yeah. But I think, like, that it should be either partner that's allowed to be the powerful one and the successful yeah. one. If anything, I want to be with a man that wants me to be the tough ass, like CEO yeah. boss. And like, 100%. he's like, that's my girl. Like, yeah. she know fucking killing it. And then yeah. I want him to kill it in his own way. Yeah. Like I wouldn't also look at him down. Like I would. Okay. Like, so if he wasn't like doing anything mm-hmm. and he was like, had a woe is me attitude, I would see him as like weaker. Yeah. 100%. But I think how he handles himself and me being in power, mm-hmm. he could be strong in other ways. Right. Just like a woman has to fucking deal with a man being in power. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to deal with, like, oh, I'm going to be with a guy that's, like, a CEO of a company or, like, mm-hmm. that's, like, really strong and, like, rich or something. Yeah. And then I'm, like, oh, he's more powerful than me. No. No. That doesn't mean anything. It's just, like, your ambitions are different, you yeah, know? 100%. I'd like him to be ambitious in other ways. Right. I don't want him to be weak. I listened to this other – well, this TikTok video came up, um, of course, and this one woman was saying that – you know, relationships, a lot of people say, okay, the relationship needs to be 50-50. And she's like, that is a crock of shit because sometimes one person's 80 and the other person's 20 and the yeah. 20% person says, hey, if you're feeling 80, can you take my my 80 and and, and, and help me out? And that, that partner should be like, I got you. I'm feeling fucking great. I will, I will pick up the slack. It's I've a give you. and take going it's back and forth. And yeah. So I feel like if you go in, go into a, oh, and this is what she said too. She's like, if both of us are at 20%, we sit down at the table and we say, how are we going to get through this? We're both low. What, yeah. what should we do? And I absolutely love that because I agree. I think 50, 50 is at all times is unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Like we all life happens. We're all going through different things. We all have our own emotions that we're dealing with. So anyway, I thought that was really nice. No, I do think it's nice, and I do agree. Yeah, and I think but it's just like a about fun, partnership. You found a fun little article. Oh yeah. Well, wait. Before. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> One more thing I want to say before we get into that. Yes. 
Uh, sorry, it's been like a really. I think it's been a good conversation. Uh, I, I mean, we could talk about it for like truly, like which is why like I'm like one more thing, you guys, one more thing, one more thing. <laughs> uh, one thing I don't think we said was setting boundaries, which I saw you wrote. Yeah, from the beginning. Yeah, sorry. So setting boundaries. <laughs> you're fine. Um, setting boundaries in at work, and then setting boundaries in relationship. I think just like knowing, I think it goes back to, again, like your self-worth and knowing how much you're worth and not letting someone cross over that Mm -hmm. and diminishing that. So that's all I got to say. It's important to set boundaries and not let a guy, if you're like, that isn't, I can't do that. Like Mm -hmm. I, that's morally, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Or that makes me feel bad. Then you have to leave. It's your responsibility. Mm -hmm. Same with work. If Mm -hmm. something happens there and you're like, that's just not making me feel good. I'm kind of losing my confidence and Mm -hmm. I don't feel right in this situation. Then you need to leave. And that comes from knowing how much you're worth, Mm -hmm. which you are worth everything. (gasps) Maybe you're worth it. Maybe it's Maybelline. What? (laughs) Okay, we're going to get into this. Anyways, yeah, let's get into an article because we got to tie it into the Zodiacs, of course. Um, okay, so just quickly, I found an article on Astro Talk Online Astrology. It came came out like four months ago. Oh, recent. Uh, recent. Try to do the recent stuff. And it basically <laughs> was like, I was like, okay, like, obviously every Zodiac sign can be powerful in their own way. Right. But I was just like, okay, like, let's see, like, what Zodiac signs are, like, more, like, good leaders or, like, mm-hmm. natural leaders. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to look it up and see. So I'm just going to read through the list really quick. Um, it says Aries. Leo, <laughs> Virgo, <laughs> Libra, Sagittarius, Capricorn. So that's so we. Did have, I skip one? No. Are they? They're not all fire. So, so Aries is fire. Leo's fire. Sag is fire. What's Capricorn in? Um, Isn't that Earth? Oh, is Capricorn Earth? I'm trying to see. What's Virgo? Is Virgo mm-hmm. fire? I don't no, know. I'm sorry. Virgo's you guys. not. We're fake. We're fake astrology fans. Fake. fake. Um, uh, okay. Well, I'll look into that in a second, but I was just like, okay, so, I mean, do you want to read your paragraph? Sure. So, of course, Lauren and I are. Of course, we're on it. We already know. Duh. Of course, we already knew that. But, um, so it says Leo, the charismatic and inspirational leader. Leo ruled by the sun exudes charisma, confidence, and natural magnetism. Why did I say magnesium in my head? (laughs) No, literally, I was like, say this right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Leos are born leaders who command attention and inspire others through their passion and enthusiasm. Their ability to radiate warmth and authority coupled with their natural flair for the dramatic makes them effective leaders who can motivate, motivate, sorry, and guide others towards success. Yeah. I mean, when I met Nicole, I felt that. <laughs> um, no, like I always wanted to do something like this. And Nicole was just like the perfect balance for me. And she made me feel inspired and helped motivate me to be a better person, Girl. a better version of myself. I do have to say, I enjoy being in a leadership role. I was the captain of my palms team with two other girls. And I fucking like, I love, love it. That shit. I fucking yeah, love I it. need to be careful with it because yeah. apparently I'm a little too strong. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> well, that's, oh, yeah. Well, anyway. I love it. And that's why you and I are both, we're like, we both want to. I'm like, yeah, what? I didn't do anything wrong. What are you talking about? Um, I know. I'm like, girl, no, you didn't. Like, what? <laughs> okay, so Sagittarius. <clears throat> uh, the visionary and inspirational leader, Sagittarius individuals possess an adventurous spirit and a broad vision. Ruled by Jupiter, the planet of expansion and wisdom, Sagittarius, Sagittarians exhibit a natural ability to inspire and motivate others through their visionary thinking and adventurous mindset. Their optimistic outlook 
<laughs> delusion. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Combined with their ability to communicate their ideas passionately allows them to lead with inspiration and purpose. Sagittarius is one of the zodiac signs that could be the best leader. Girl. Yeah. You're like, I identify. I mean, I am very optimistic, which is like kind of sometimes bad. <laughs> Wait, that's like the politically correct saying way of saying like Delulu. Like yeah. optimistic. I'm like, outlook. she's really? highly optimistic. Optimistic outlook. No, but you're not. I'm all- no, but that's why <laughs> but you're I an do, adventurer. I do like, I am adventure. I'm kind of yeah. willing to just go for it. I'm like balls yeah. to the wall. Like, you know, just go for it. But you, you're willing to risk it for the biscuit. I love risking it for the biscuit, you know, yeah. especially when risking it to fucking go to um, North Carolina. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy kidding. for you, though. Thank I know. You. Sorry. We'll I see. had thoughts that were first. You were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I changed. I totally changed. I know. You I was tired. Around. We'll see, though. I know. No, I'm t- I was tired. Sometimes when I'm tired, I just like stupid shit. I didn't want. I don't want to make you feel. Like, I hope you, I hope you didn't. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. Okay. I like, actually really care about this. So I don't want to. No, okay, like, no, we're fine. Um, I'm like, okay. me, I'll share about it. I don't have people I don't care Okay, about. really quickly, <laughs> speaking of biscuits, what is your favorite Thanksgiving, part of the Thanksgiving meal? I think I, I already know what you're going to say. I can't. But tell the, tell the listeners. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> no, like, oh, like, I really like, I really like stuffing. Like, I love it. But, like, I have to make gluten-free stuffing and it can have onions and. Oh, yeah. Ugh, but potatoes are the best. I love mashed potatoes and like ham and like yes. a, a like turkey if it's juicy because young people are making dry turkeys like don't do turkey legs dry turkeys. are ugh, amazing. Yeah. Um, so like I love the mash. Mm-hmm. Depends. Um, and then oh no, I'm sorry you guys. Um, do you like it with gravy? Are you a gravy gal? Uh, no, not usually because gravy has flour in it. So huh. unless someone makes it gluten free, but you know what though, do you prefer like when you were able to have gravy? Like, did you like gravy? I did back oh, in the day, but I could just eat it raw. I mean, raw, plain, you could raw, raw dog, I mean, raw dog. Raw it dog depends on how good the mash is. I love mashed potatoes. Fuck. Um, and you macaroni. Can have, you can eat cheese though. Yeah, I can have cheese, I but I just I always potatoes. make a gluten free Thanksgiving. Love the corn. I like everything. The cornbread's amazing. Yeah. My favorite part though is the pie. Ooh. Like I love having that. After I have like two or three plates, yes. um, I'll go and I I just I make like gluten free pumpkin pie. You make it? Yeah. Girl. Um, so I always make it. Baker over here. I try. It's not always it. the best, but um, I try. Yeah, but you I made it a few times. Pie. I Yeah. That's amazing. But I, I love pie. I yeah. love a good slice of pie with mm-hmm. like whipped cream all over it. Fuck. Cream. Maybe like a Kahlua coffee. Ooh. Yeah. With like Bailey's or something. <gasps> a little Bailey's. Yes. There you go. Pie. Bailey's coffee. Bailey's, not mm. Kahlua. Okay. What about you? Um. Okay. So stuffing is my number one fave. Love. Fave, fave oh thing. Oh my God. Uh, it's so freaking good and then honestly like i love the turkey i love the taters um i do love oh so my mom usually is a tradition we have like spinach dip and hawaiian bread the king's Ooh. hawaiian bread i hope they make gluten-free because no. it's oh fuck i don't think it's they literally do. like buttery gold and i'm so sorry it's not that good it honestly makes me feel sick but anyway it's good when you eat it <laughs> i'm like trying to and, yeah but and then cornbread the pie, though i could do that love cornbread the pie thing, I respect that you love it so much. It's not that I don't. I'm just, I love the crust. Like, if I, I love the, cru- the no, crust. No, that's the favorite part. Oh, okay, okay. I love, like, the very end of the pie. Yes. Because, like, that that section with the crust. Yes. Like, if you could just give me a plate of those. Yes. That that's have, all like, I want. a little bit of the remnants of the pie on yep. it, but it's the crust. Yep. That's my favorite part. Okay. But love I also, it. I don't know. I love pecan pie, but I haven't. Actually, Eleanor made me a gluten-free pecan pie for, for 4th of July. You know what? I like pecan pie. So sweet of her. We love you, Eleanor. Mm-hmm. Um. Pecan pie, I do like. I like pecan Love. pie. Probably the the best out of all the pies, I think. I am pied up. Pied up. Well, it's oh, coming like, in a few weeks, you know, right? So, I'm so excited. Yeah. I need to wear like stretchy pants. I don't pants. really know what's I going on. Really... Oh, yeah. You might be I don't know. Away. I think I'm going to be flying. I... Well, I don't know. We not. But I, you I, are. I couldn't. 
Okay. If you're listening, sir. Are you manifesting me? Yeah, I'm like, gonna okay. manifest it. You're, okay. no, you're literally going. Let's do some witchcraft after okay, this. I have a little spell. <laughs> Let's do an egg cleanse. Um Let's do an no. egg cleanse. I need to do that. I may be flying I don't know. Flying back that day, my yeah. I, I already have a conversation with my mom. I'll tell you offline. Okay. Offline. Ew. Ew. Like we'll work. Talk offline. Anyways, I think we're like kind of like done. Yeah, we gotta um, we gotta cut her cut her loose. So I'm gonna love you guys. Cut the umbilical cord and you guys will be okay. Have a blessed day. Bye.